Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 16 daiva asura sampad vibhaga yoga divisions of divine and devilish estates we are all hung up on estate these days because the republican wants the highest value of the estate you can pass on to your children without any taxes that's because we consider this estate is something which i have acquired and accumulated it's mine something which is rightfully i have acquired that becomes mine and everything associated with it i consider it to be my estate now this my estate i want to preserve because i want to pass it on to my children even after i die therefore i don't want the taxes the government to take away Bhagavad Gita said that this the only estate you will take away is the quality of your mind and intellect. We have seen in previous chapters and in Vedanta in general that the death is only for the body. The mind and intellect remain intact identifying as an individuality. by its own conditioning the only goal in life scriptures tell us is to unconditioned myself from this conditioning so that mama atma myself which i consider me is without any conditioning becomes the paramatma the supreme self the only difference between myself and supreme self right now is myself is conditioned by this conditioning the limitations on me my body my mind my intellect the body i know has its own limitations it was born at a time t1 and will die at time t2 there i consider my death what i do not know about is the nature of my mind and intellect when it was born when will it die our scriptures tell us that the death of the body is not the death for the mind and intellect and therefore to uncondition this mind and intellect is the goal of my life therefore in the scriptures it says the only responsibility a seeker has is to purify his antahakaran this antahakaran shuddhi is the goal of all the practices all the learnings that we have so this antahakaran is my mind and intellect 
the nature of my mind and intellect will decide what kind of wealth I have accumulated over my existence as this mind and intellect. And this wealth is nothing but my experiences and my tendencies. So that the experiences are good and I have developed the good qualities. My experiences were bad and I developed the bad qualities. That became my estate. So the nature of this estate is now defined into two categories, divine and devilish. That which brings me closer to my supreme self, the Paramatma. The qualities which takes me closer to my unconditioned self are called divine estate, divine qualities. The qualities which will bind me to this world, these limitations, and therefore the sorrows and unhappiness associated with limitations are considered devilish estates. Divine is something which is beyond my conditioning. Devilish is something which is tying to my conditioning. So this chapter defines those two estates which I have. And all of us have some divine and some devilish estates, you know. Just like we say, Neil, how about your portfolio? So, well, there are some good stocks in my portfolio, but then there are some really, really bad ones. Same way my mind and intellect has some divine tendencies and some devilish tendencies. But therefore we have heard that the Mahabharat war is a war in my mind and intellect. Few good thoughts are fighting too many bad thoughts. But few good thoughts, if they are aligned with the self, the Paramatma, the Shri Krishna, then the war will be won between these good and bad tendencies in my heart. Now, what can I do proactively is to introspect regularly and constantly and see what is the nature of my mind and intellect. Am I more on the divine side or am I on the devilish side? Am I gathering more divine qualities or am I gathering more devilish quality? I will be only able to do that if I understand what is divine and what is devilish. Now it has nothing to do obviously with Hinduism or any particular scripture or any particular faith. These divine qualities are universal qualities. No matter which faith I belong to or which scripture I study. Because these divine qualities, thou shall not kill, non-injury, compassion, all that we have learned, is nothing which I need to be taught. That something comes to me naturally. Even when a human being is a cave people, they knew that something which I have gathered with my efforts, nobody should take away from me. And therefore, a good person will not do the same to the others. If I don't want somebody to take away from my efforts, I also shouldn't be taking away from somebody's efforts. So that became a one virtue for a good person. Then there are all the others which I don't want others to do to me. I don't want somebody to hurt me. 
I don't want somebody to kill me. I don't want somebody to cheat me. So now my good virtues are, I will not cheat anybody. I will not kill anybody. I will not hurt anybody. One of the criteria of a good seeker is defined in Vedanta as just as even in my sleep, I can never think about hurting myself. Even when I'm completely deluded, I can think about hurting myself. A true seeker, even while in his conscious state, will never think about hurting anybody else. So the good virtues are nothing which is so secret to us. Good virtues are universal, accepted by all cultures, all faiths, and people of all caliber of intellectual levels. But we need to remind ourselves time and again so that we can introspect. So the first three verses which we had seen in chapter 16 define those 26 virtues which are divine. In other words, if I develop those 26 in my internal instrument, mind and intellect, I will get closer to my Supreme Self. My mind and intellect's true nature is pristine, that it has an ability to see the reality as is. It is what I have acquired and superimposed on it as my estates have clouded that ability. Therefore, we consider the little children are divine. Little children are the reflection of God. Why? Because they see reality as is. They don't really have biases. I never had a chance to see a little baby growing because as I told you, I have only one son for up to three years. I didn't even know how he's growing up with my in-laws. So I had no idea. But now my granddaughter has given me a chance to see that how a little baby grows from time of her birth to where he sees right now, 15 months old. And I could see that gradually she is developing personality. She is developing likes and dislikes. Things which he considers is good for her and things not good for her. Previous to this, her stage is 15 months. She was completely oblivious about it. She knows what is good and what is bad and that's about it. So our mind and intellect its very nature is pristine, that it can see through the reality as is. But this coloring of my likes and dislikes which I have acquired has created this veil or this tint on it. So now I'm seeing this world through my tinted glass. So which tint is good and which tint is not good is now we had been discussing. So the first 26 virtues which we have seen are the universal virtues which once developed will purify the mind and intellect, bring it to its own pristine nature so I can see the reality of myself as is. I start seeing that this self is nothing but the Paramatma, is the Supreme Self just conditioned by my own limitations. Then the next three verses talks about which qualities which are really binding me to these limitations. So the verse 4 says, Dambha, Darpaha, 
अभिमान च क्रोध पारुष्यम एवं अज्ञानम च अभिजात पार्थ संपदम आसुरीम यूसुन द गुड वर्च्यूज वॉट आर द वाइसिस वॉट आर द बेड क्वालिटीज आई कैन डेवलप बाय माई लाइक्स एंड डिसलाइक्स विच कैन बी हार्मफुल फर्स्ट इज दम्भा हिपाक्रसी to some respect if you really introspect we all do some kind of a dhamma something which i am not i'm trying to show enhancing your resume nil <laughs> is absolutely necessary in this world you have to say how great you are yeah. you fake it till you make it okay so when i came to this country i obviously came from africa and in somewhat of a trained by british system where an architect cannot write his name larger than 2 inches anywhere in the world so our sign boards cannot have the names more than 2 inches tall you cannot market you cannot go and advertise people are supposed to come to me for design and i am not supposed to go to them so i was in houston i obviously did not have a job and one of the person who was a head of contracting company uh he was trying to help me so he gave me a little little project tiny little project he said but neil we need a building permit so and you don't know the system here so i'll come with you to the houston city hall and help you out so we were standing in a line for the building permit you know application and just before me is a hispanic lady who wanted to extend her house So she was asking this guy and say but i want a building permit to add this bedroom to my house and the guy said do you have plans so no i don't have plans do you have an architect we don't have well you need to get the plans drawn so that we can give you a building permit my friend standing next to me said neil tell her that you are an architect <laughs> neil tell her that you are an architect that you can draw that plan for her and i tell her but how can i do that she doesn't know me unless somebody introduce her to me i can go and tell her that i'm an architect that's okay neil just go and give you a card i said well, i don't have a card you know and he got so mad at me you are never going to make it in this country he said this country you need to walk as if you are the only architect ever walked on this earth there is nobody as great as you are that was my first lesson in american marketing now we would consider a damba i know in my heart there are a lot of good architects much better than i am right but damba at least i know where i am but if i make that as my obsession to show the people it becomes a negative quality first devilish quality is damba showing something other than who i am next darpaha arrogance nobody as good as i am that's an arrogance which is obviously over estimation of my own capabilities or evaluation of myself the next abhimanah self conceit too much pride i am so smart then nobody can cheat me and that's the guy who gets cheated very easily 
I had a client I kept telling him that this is not right for you and he kept saying oh no no I know everything you know tell let me tell you I've done so many businesses I've done that I kept telling you you're going to get hurt on this project if you don't listen to me Neil I know business he certainly was the easiest target to get hurt by others abhimanaha these are the qualities even though i consider they helpful to me are actually most hurtful to me even when we are watching television or a movie only characters we like in them are one who are the nice guys we don't like the villains we are all the people who are very arrogant and pompous and so how can we like in real life if we are like that how can we expect other people and in the end in all the movies and television who get hurt those villains get hurt they get beaten up in the end and get killed and what good stuff happens to them so all these vices are only hurtful to me bhagwan said so he said dambaha darpaha abhimanaha my hypocrisy my arrogance my abhiman my you know, self conceit krodha i say well i'm so great as neil we know all about you i get angry then parashim harshness when i get angry i'm obviously not very nice person to other people so my language will be harsh my actions will be harsh so parashim harshness in agnanam all this is only happening because of the one vice which i have which is ignorance i am not aware of my own self i cannot evaluate my own self correctly is creating all these other vices dambaha darpaha abhimana krodha parusham because i can't evaluate myself correctly agnanam cha abhijatasya partha sampadam asurim they are born out of the devilish estate the devilish tendencies which i have acquired has created this tendencies this outward manifestation and we know that if i think that i'm not getting from this world what i want and i think i deserve that's where i start showing damba i have so much estate my parents have so much this thing in india you know all this i have to pretend because i think the world is not respecting as they should be respecting me something which i expected from this world was unreasonable and therefore i'm not getting it but i'm actually blaming the world so therefore bhagwan said these are hurtful tendencies of your mind and they are born out of devilish that which is going to keep away from your real self daivim sampad vimokshaya divine quality is to liberate you for your liberation from this sorrows and unhappiness not this dambha and darpa is going to help you even though it seem like right now that i need to do that however this divine qualities will liberate you so to liberate yourself from this conditioning what is our goal our goal is to get out of this conditioning so i will have no limitations i come to realize intellectually that my self without conditioning is the supreme self which has no limitations 
भगवान से दैविम संपद विमोक्षा है फॉर देर लिबोरेशन डिवाइन क्वालिटीज आर नेसेसरी निबंधाय आसुरी मता एंड इन माई ओपिनियन दिस आसुरी क्वालिटीज विल बाइंड यू टू दिस लिमिटेशन मोर आर माई बाउंड टू माई लिमिटेशन मोर आई विल नॉट गेट वॉट आई एम लुकिंग फॉर विच इज अनलिमिटेड हैप्पीनेस मास लिसन टू दैस वी स्टार्ट थिंकिंग boy i really think i have so many of this devilish traits so i am a gone case bhagwan said masucha don't worry sampadam devim abhijato si pandava o pandava o arjuna you are born with this divine qualities now we think bhagwan only telling arjuna that arjuna you are because you are my cousin and you are such a nice guy here Bhagwan is telling you and I because Arjuna only represent you and I in this dialogue. Bhagwan said, "Don't worry. You are actually born with this divine qualities. Actually, all the devilish qualities which are developed are because of my ignorance about myself. My true nature is actually all these divine qualities. Therefore, I like when I watch TV and see a good man." If I start liking a villain on all the movies, then there is something I have to think about. But Bhagwan saying you are born with all the divine qualities. That's your real wealth which you came with. Everything else actually you acquired by not knowing that this is going to hurt you. Then my little granddaughter, well, she doesn't want to get anything which you have bought for her as a toy. she wants everything you don't want her to take my cell phone knife pen and we want to take away from it's going to hurt you and she wants to fight back and say no i i made lot of efforts to get it i reached out and grabbed it and now you want to take away from me you can't take away from me i know as an adult that it's hurtful to her she doesn't know it's hurtful to her she is fighting to keep that with her something which we know can hurt her same way all the divine qualities which we have we have forgotten but the thing which you acquired will hurt us bhagwan said don't have that you say no how can i let it go and i acquired it i worked very hard for it bhagwan said it's going to hurt you so oh arjuna don't worry you are born with divine qualities all you have to do is focus back on your divine qualities and get rid of your devilish qualities and the last verse we had seen says dvau bhuta sargai hi loke asmin daiva asura evacha loke asmin in this world this world which you and i can identify as my field of experience bhuta sargai hi dvau two types of people in this world daiva and asura the divine and devilish devo vistarasah proktaha in the first three verses i already told you all this divine qualities really requires no commentary these three verses bhagwan didn't even made any introduction he didn't even elaborate he didn't create a stage for it just came out and gave you this 26 qualities why they are so natural to you 
you don't need anybody to give you a commentary on it somebody says non injury i understand don't hurt me very simple compassion be nice to me it's your natural tendencies however the devil is devo vistara sah prokta asuram parthameshrano i'm now going to tell you how this devilish quality is going to hurt you i already gave you in a in a brief all this damba darpaha abhimana parusham krodha agnan are the devilish but i'm now going to give you in detail what this devilish qualities are we'll stop right here om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayah sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhave om shantihi 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 hari hiyo shri gurubhyo namaha hari hiyo